0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The EFF leader, Julius Malema, has called on the President, Cyril Ramaphosa to rescind his decision to deploy the South African National Defence Force to the DRC. This is after two soldiers were killed and three others wounded during an attack on a South African army base in the war-torn country. The base is part of SADC's mission to bring peace and security in the region as South Africa-led forces clash with M-23 rebels. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Reverend Mike Nomtoto, a retired Joint Operations Chaplain of the SANDF who served one year of deployment in the DRC. Reverend, a very good morning to you and welcome.
1: Good morning, good morning to you Mr. Sassazi.
0: Firstly, I would like to get your reaction, Reverend, to the deaths of the two SANDF soldiers there.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity. First, I would like to pass my words of condolences to the families of our fallen heroes. This is a, a loss that brings unbearing pain and dislocation of souls. I've received bodies of soldiers who fared in battles from those countries uh, as a extra plane. Mm-hmm. That includes, you know, uh, internal deployment. So I am really very sorry. Uh, I know how the families go through. As I've always journeyed with them during these times, mm-hmm. may the Lord bless them.
0: Let's just reflect, based, uh, briefly, on your experience. How true are rumours of the South African Army base being compromised by informants there? And what is your experience of such during your deployment in the DRC? Uh, I,
1: I, I will not agree with that, as uh, I deployed in Congo four times, and mm. um, I've never experienced such a thing whereby you know we have been compromised. Every soldier that we have deployed with have always shown their commitment to the country and to their fellow soldiers. So I may not agree with that one.
0: Now, the EFF leader, Julius Malema says that the soldiers deployed to the DRC were not adequately trained and resourced. Is there perhaps any truth to this sentiment? And are the soldiers adequately trained before they are being deployed?
1: I may not respond to political assessments as a soldier, but our record speaks for themselves You know, the fact that, you know, we've been in in those uh, countries, and even now in Congo, we are the last standing country that is going to remain to combat the the rebels. That speaks for itself. You know, yes, one soldier dying is one too many, but check the years we've been there, you know, and check the numbers of soldiers that have died. Mm. We have the hope of those countries, uh, if I may say. Um, uh, I met one lady in Uganda one time who says, South Africa is the hope of Africa, and South Africa is a Europe of Africa. We all want to come to South Africa if we can't go to Europe. So we are the hope of, of those countries. I, I may not uh, agree that uh, soldiers are not trained. I have, I have, I have uh, been training with the soldiers before the deployment, and combat readiness is, is very key. Before we deploy, I've I've canceled soldiers who were turned back because they were not combat ready. So our soldiers are trained well and they are equipped to a level that, that we can equip them.
0: Reverend I thank you so much. Reverend Mike nomtoto a retired joint operations chaplain of the SANDF who served one year of deployment. Saki said he said he was deployed four times to the DRC. For more on this, we now joined on the line by Willem Els, an intelligence expert and senior training coordinator on terrorism and explosive related incidents at the Institute for Security Studies. A very good morning to you sir and welcome. Good morning, Alvis. How significant is the loss of the two soldiers and the injury sustained by three others for the South African National Defence Forces mission in the Democratic Republic of Congo? You think?
2: Uh, well, was uh, any loss is uh, <coughs> sorry, any loss is uh, uh, one loss to many. So that was really a devastating blow uh, to the SNDF, but also to. To the to the to, to the government of South Africa as well as a as, as families uh, you know they just moved in they deployed as from the from the 15th of December they're busy uh, establishing themselves uh, in the backyard of of the rebel group the n the, the 23s so they are significant risks uh, they are not battle-ready as yet because uh, you know deployment takes some time and and then they had these uh, this unfortunate incident.
0: Now you heard the chaplain there that says our soldiers are prepared, but in your assessment, how well prepared were the SANDF soldiers in the DRC for such security threats, considering that they've been there as uh, part of a forward team since December?
2: Yeah, and uh, they not just been there, but as part of the forward team, you know, for for several years South Africa, they a contingent of about uh, just over six hundred soldiers as part of part of the MINUSCO uh, deployment under the United Nations. But, uh, but we must remember that was a, a completely different type of mandate that they had. They were there for peacekeeping, uh, so they were not confrontational. They were there to protect. Uh, and, and now they went in with a whole different mission that's confrontational. Uh, it is, it is, it is uh, more of a stabilization force that is going, in. that means that they're going to take on these rebels head-to-head in their own backyard. Uh, having said that, uh, South Africa has gained some, some valuable experience in, in uh, uh, most northern Mozambique, where they were on a similar mission and where, with very limited resources, uh, they, they really managed to do a, a decent job. One of our biggest challenges here, uh, Elvis, is uh, that uh, we're sending them in uh, without any kind of, of air cover, and that is extremely important. Uh, when you deploy on a, in a situation like this, we saw that a few days ago, uh, the only operational airco- uh, aircraft that we had uh, based there uh, was hit with about 30-odd shots. It was severely damaged. So they, that uh, chopper has been, been grounded. So, uh, so they are going in, uh, I think, under strength in terms of equipment and support.
0: So if there's no air cover, what does that mean for the soldiers on the ground?
2: Well, it's detrimental. I mean, uh, the, car, the the chopper that got on the fire, uh, where the pilot and, and the paramedic got hit, and uh, fortunately they managed to to, 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 to land safely. Uh, they were actually busy with the casualty uh, of uh, of the Manuskov forces. Uh, that means that if, if there's a, if there's an injury in, 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 in on, on the battlefield, uh, your fast extraction of your 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 injured people is is is, is absolutely uh, crucial. And, and that is what the mission was, where the, where the chopper was hit. So now they don't have any, hmm. and, and and that is not that is not a very good situation to be in.
0: So, what specific preparations now should be made to enhance the safety and effectiveness of the SEN troops on the ground in this active war zone?
2: I think what 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 this incident uh, highlighted to us is is, is the crucial. Uh, uh, sort of availability of air, air, not only air support but also air cover. Uh, we do, we know that currently that is not on the ground uh, because, of course, of the, the issues budget that, uh, that the military is operational under because of austerity and because of the, the cut of the budget. A lot of things that contributed to that that actually hampered the, the battle readiness. Uh, we must just remember that uh, the the, the group uh, that they are moving up to now, uh, mainly the N23 group, they are very well prepared. They are very very well armed, and it is in their own backyard. They've been there. They they know the ins and outs of the place. We are sort of uh, the intruders coming into the area and learning to to, to, to navigate ourselves. So it is an exploratory uh, sort of uh, situation for us we were there, still settling in, and then this incident happened. So, uh, so it is, it is early days, but I think they will have to maybe start to rethink the the strategy and also the support uh, of this. We know that uh, that uh, currently we have a severe challenge in our in our, in our special air force with for the maintenance uh, of, of of our aircraft and also to keep them airworthy. Uh, there's a lot of investment that should be done in that in order to back our people up.
0: And that was Willem Elth, an intelligence expert and senior training coordinator. Thank you so much for your time. He's a a coordinator on terrorism and explosive-related incidents at Institute for Security Studies. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.